Okay, everybody, welcome to the Dodcast. This is episode 82. 82, that might be a lie. That wow. might be a lie, but 82. Um, today we have um, Matt O'Leary, Medford native. Yes, sir. Uh, UMass Lowell student, mm-hmm. finance student. Mm-hmm. We're going to make a lot of money, me and you. I'm Tons not finance, but you'll make plenty of money, and then with the money I make, I'll go to you. <laughs> you can help me make more. <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, yeah, first, have you ever been on a podcast before, Matt? Not at all. Not first at all. time. This is your first time, and it Ever. will be the best time, because that's just what I do here. Um, I know we have more in common than most of my guests, mostly because we're from the same place. So yeah. I feel like we got just got a level of knowing each other to that extent. Also, the things I grew up around, you grew up around. Yeah. Um, but I definitely think the thing we share the most commonality on is sports. For sure. Um, I don't know if our sports opinions are the same. We'll see. We'll have to find out. But um. So you played football. I did. High school, college. Yep. So would you say the NFL is the thing you you feel like you know most about? I would say so. Um, maybe like the Patriots specifically or the whole sport? The whole sport. Um, the Patriots have kind of pissed me off these last couple of years. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't like talking about them very much. <laughs> so. You'd rather talk about other teams. Yeah. Okay, so what? Well, who do you feel, first and foremost, who do you feel is the best team in football at this moment? At this moment... I mean, from what I've been seeing, the Philadelphia Eagles look like they are the team to beat at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can never count out Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, ever. That's how I feel. That's that guy feel. is unbelievable. He's probably going to win the MVP again. Mm-hmm. This won't be his last. Nope. Uh, people will say the Cowboys, but then again, they're the Cowboys. That's what so I always say. They yeah. do cowboyish things. Uh <laughs> The 49ers, if Jimmy G didn't go down, would have been an incredible out. It probably would have been my favorite, honestly. Because I, I feel like going in these past few weeks, especially with McCaffrey, yep. you just see an element. The team just looks like they're just fucking like, how do you beat them? They were the you most know? complete team. A yeah. lot of people said before the season started that the Buffalo Bills would have been, and I agreed. But then right. the injury upon injury upon injury. The defense got murdered. I felt so Infirmary. bad. Absolutely. Bob Miller out for this season now. They just yeah. announced he, he um, was ACL yep. surgery. Again, I think. This poor guy. I mean, he's older, so it's just I guess that was a risk you're taking. But uh, like he, we saw what he did for that Rams D last year. Totally he was, dominant. And he was huge the first few games of the season. The Bills looked like they were head and shoulders above everybody else. Yeah, they did. And I think those injuries. The Josh Allen injury, too. Right, he yeah. hasn't been the same. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. I mean, he's a tough kid, so he'll play through it. Right. But, like, you know, if you're not the same, you're not the same. Especially in the league of guys. These guys are ridiculously talented, these quarterbacks nowadays. Even, like, Hurts, who, you know, he's granted he has a – the O-line is just, like – Probably the best in the league. He just stands there in the pocket, does, yeah. doesn't get touched, All barely bad. rushed. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that allows him to move. And then on top of that, he's mobile. So if Which he does makes get him rushed, so dangerous. Like, and he does make a lot of mistakes. He has like very few interceptions. What is it, like six? It's single Something single like digits that, still. Yeah. Um, very impressed with him. Honestly, extremely impressed. But in this league, he I don't even know is he a top five quarterback even? This year he for sure is. This year, right, right, right. But top and, five overall, I would probably say no. Yeah, because you still got Mahomes. You got, you got Allen. You got Allen. I would have Joe Burrow up there. Burrow. You could at least say, just guys you could at least say are better if you yeah. if you were to make an argument. Or you could see someone saying that. Burrow. But Herbert. Some people like Herbert a lot. They've had a lot of injuries too. Yeah. Um, Mike Williams is out. 
uh, now. I don't Ke- even know if that's Keenan be. Allen's been in and out. In yeah, and, out, and that so that poor kid too. Like, yeah, I don't feel like it's I don't feel like it's all on him this year. And they're still okay. Yeah, I like, don't make the playoffs, right? Chargers. There's I think there's six and six at this point. So Honestly, that, I'm impressed. I'm still impressed. Yeah. Ish. Um, there's just guys out there that um, Tua's had a great year too. <sighs> Tua's Crazy. had a great year. What's your thoughts on Tua? I was a big fan, bro. Uh, loved him coming out of Alabama. Uh, he was so explosive. He had a cannon. Mm. Still does. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when you have receivers on his team that are so the speed, I love that he team. had it in Alabama, and then the Miami organization got him those receivers again in Miami, Literally. and <laughs> it just took off. I love, I love Waddle, and I teammates. love they I have love that chemistry. Trent, even the guy, the third receiver, Trent Sherfield, mm-hmm. I think he's great. But the best receiver in football is on that team. The best receiver. The most explosive, this season, I have to give it up. To the me. most explosive player I've ever seen on tape, and um, I'm talking highlights too. Like I've never, I didn't get to watch Randy Moss on a game to game basis. Really, like right. I didn't really get to watch that. Yeah, and I, I didn't get to watch even you could say Deion Sanders, even though he was defensive. I, I have not seen explosiveness to this level. That video, you know, the video of him running up behind Damian Williams. When he's scoring the touchdown, you ever seen that video on the Chiefs? He's running, and Tyreek yeah. runs up behind and puts his arm next to him and just starts putting up the twos. That was crazy. It almost doesn't make sense in my head how fast he is. Those and are on, some of those videos that just take your breath away. That, and that, like, remember that DK Metcalf video like, when he fuck? just catches Buda <laughs> He's so fast, and he's huge. Like, at, at least Tyreek's small, so it's like he gave something to get that speed almost, yeah. like in, in, you know, the balance of life. DK is just huge in that guy. That's that scary. Really scary. Like, Buda wonder... Baker, you ever see that mic'd up? Him being like, damn, I didn't think he was going to catch me. And they were like, he's like, why didn't y'all tell me he was on my back? They were like, <laughs> we didn't think he'd catch you either. We didn't know what was going on. Yeah, no, for real. Like, uh, so, but I think a Tyreek on top of, but the thing that gets lost with Tyreek because he's so fast, mm-hmm. people don't realize he's actually a really good receiver on top of all that. His route running, his catching. His hands, yeah. Oh, I love Tyreek Hill. I think he's got that dog in him. He's got that nice – he's a competitor. His elusiveness. And he's on my fantasy team, so I'm really happy. So that's why that. you're calling him the best receiver then. <laughs> okay, you got that out there. <laughs> no, I, I I am. But I thought this last – that's why I drafted him. Yeah. I drafted him because I'm a fanboy. Mm-hmm. I've always – I just feel like, you know, in, in football – I watched a guy say this earlier a couple of days ago. I forget where – it's all about coaches want to make as many explosive plays happen and minimize as many explosive plays as possible. That's why Belichick's a great coach in reality because all his, that's his whole defensive philosophy, nothing explosive. Ben, right. don't break. That's all they give. Um, and I think Tyreek Hill is just like the epitome of explosiveness. And like he Easily. just makes big plays. His release is ridiculous. ridiculous. He gets ridiculous. off the line. He doesn't even get touched half the time. His cuts... It's I mean, just, just watching film of that guy is, is just special. Yeah, and I do think Justin Jefferson's got a case. I do think, I Jam- think Jamar Chase. I think he's number two right now. Right. Chase, I think, is three. Mm-hmm. Tyreek, four. Who do you got at one? I have Cup. Devontae Adams oh, as number one. He is really nice. I think he's the most complete of everybody at this point, and he's proven. Yeah, without the, a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, over the past five years, it'd be hard to say, or three years even. And, and let's also think about it this way. JJ. The quarterbacks that these guys have. Mm. Chase has Joe Burrow. 
Tyreek yeah, Hill dude. had Patrick Mahomes. Now he has Tua. Yeah. Jefferson has Kirk Cousins, who's no slouch. Slept on. He's mad slept on. Yes. And maybe, when he does miss throws, like maybe in prime right. time, he's right. a bit of a you know. But on a one p.m. game, he, he's pretty damn good. Yeah, one p.m. in in yeah. Chicago. Yeah, like, he, he'll be nice. He'll catch you on an off day. That kind all of a sudden thing. you got three fifty yards. You're like, what the hell? Yeah, Kirk. Yeah. And then Devontae Adams. Aaron Rodgers, Great. you see how he, but you see how he looks without him. He looks, so we don't know when did the decline happen, really. We don't know because because he had Devonte. He had Devonte, and now he's with Derek Carr. And I Derek mean, Carr is not that good. No, he's not. I think you could say Derek Carr. Derek Carr, I thought was really good. Not really. I thought he was good coming into the year. I felt the same way about him as I felt about Kirk. After this year, this year he hasn't been good. That's like fact. And he still had some fucking amazing games Devontae's pulled out some crazy shit but I feel that way about Tyree Kill too not that two is not good he's proven he's good to me at this point I don't need any more proof um I was questioning though going in because like he didn't have a stellar last year mm-hmm. and uh, I was like oh maybe Hill was just because Mahomes easy to say he was the number one receiver on the best offense ever <laughs> and like not with the best quarterback number 87 over there on the line who I think it's good to have a second good option because then it takes some attention away. Yeah, so like, I thought Tyreek was in the perfect scenario. I was like, all right, he, he can't get better. No way. I was wrong. He is better now <laughs> somehow. He's a be- he's better as an individual player. As an individual, definitely. right. Right. And I feel like uh, it's just, yeah, it's fascinating. So he proved himself to be QB proof, in my opinion, because it's just a completely different situation. At least situation proof, not QB proof. No, no receiver. In the history of the world, is QB proof? Like you think so? I don't think there's a guy you can throw out there with Nathan Peterman and be okay. You know, you there's, don't think so, huh? There's, I don't feel there's maybe like Megatron. When you have a guy that can separate so effortlessly and has the speed to just change direction so quickly, bounce in and out of routes. If you're wide open, uh, an NFL quarterback can't make that throw. If he can't, he shouldn't be in the league. I just feel like I just uh, there's a lot of cute. Well, I think that there is QBs that are like that. I think that the, they the, shouldn't be in the league. I just think that they shouldn't be in the league. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, or, yeah. Like, or they're being given a chance because they're young, mm-hmm. or they're in the middle. They're, you know, they're in a bridge year. Whatever the case may be, there's probably only 20 quarterbacks that should be in the league that are in the league. <laughs> like okay, and there's probably 12. I don't, have not done the math. I have not looked at the quarterbacks in the league. I mean, pull up a team's list. Let's go. Let's go team by team. We got time. There's a lot of quality uh, backups out there. There are. Teddy no, Bridgewater's a really good player. Yeah. I think. Um, let me look at. Okay, so we'll start. I'm just gonna go team by team. We'll okay. see if they belong in the in the NFL or not. Okay. <laughs> uh, Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Kyler Murray. Easily. He belongs. He belongs. Falcons. Marcus Mariota. Eh. He's alright. He could easily not, you know, he if he wasn't the starting quarterback a... for the Falcons. Oh yeah, if they put Ritter in, they don't have nobody. Well, I mean, they've never given Ritter that chance yet. Yeah, so uh, you know, yeah. and even Ritter, I'd be like, hey, you probably don't deserve it either. Yeah, okay. Not. Panthers, we'll pick one. I mean, Baker got cut. PJ Walker was the backup to a guy who I don't think can make it. PJ Walker's okay though. I guess. And then Donald's ass. Yep. Don't belong. Bears, Justin Fields, he just got good. We did this like four weeks ago. I'd be like, hmm. 
This is the, the Justin Fields this year is what Jalen Hurts was last year. Exactly. Yeah. And I was saying that coming in, but I thought he'd be better earlier in the year. But the schedule was but tough. Then again, Matt Nagy is his coach. He I kept, sucks. I kept saying to everybody, I will not judge Justin Fields until he has a coach. It's not even like a good one. A coach. A coach. Because Matt I do Nagy's not awful. classify Matt Nagy as an NFL football coach. Yeah, because you know how we're doing this with the, with the quarterbacks? We could do yeah. this with the coaches, and it'll be worse. Yeah. Because the coaches, some some of the coaches are bad. Real bad. All right, Cowboys, Dak Prescott, he's good. Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush could <laughs> he he is better than some of these other boys. Yes, yeah. He he start for the Panthers. Um Lions. Goff. Goff. Yeah. Serviceable. He's a he's he's in the top twenty like twenty five, whatever we end up making it. He's got a high powered offense too. He's got those receivers. He does. Low key. And yeah. I don't think people knew that coming in really. All right, Packers, Rogers. Wash, but he still can play. He's right. And Love, I think, could play. They got two. I think he's okay, too. We'll have to see what we'll he's like see later. What they do with that. Rogers still, yeah, he's tough. Talk about Wash, uh, Rams. Dumpster fire. <laughs> like, he's, he was hurt, though. Elbow. Oh, it's, I mean, Stafford is, is pretty good. He's pretty good, but that, gone, team's, that team's a dumpster fire. That's sure. just. But, um, I feel bad for him because I think he's, I think he'll be okay. <clears throat> Vikings, Kirk Cousins, we mentioned. Yeah. We like Kirk. We like that. We like regular season Kirk. <laughs> yeah, non-primetime Kirk. We like 1 p.m. Kirk, yeah. Andy Dalton? Saints? Serviceable. Serviceable. Yeah. How about Jabouins? J- J- Jameis Winston on the bench. Uh, I don't I don't know how to feel about him because one game he'll throw for 500 yards and then the next game he'll throw for 300 yards and five picks. Yeah, he's strange. So I don't, I don't understand. I think a lot of coaches look for consistency. And if you can't provide that, you don't belong in the league. So he don't yeah. belong. Daniel Jones. Serviceable. Serviceable. He, he yeah. can play. Hurts. We don't even got to talk Elite. about Hurts. Elite. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo. He's, I love I love Jimmy Garoppolo. I think, and then Trey Lance remains to be seen. Yeah. I think he'll be good, though. I really yeah. do. Geno Smith's that fucking what guy. a breakout year for that man. I'm we so love happy G. for that dude. Yeah, me too. He didn't write back. He dude said, is a legend. Bro. See that quote he said? Yeah. They wrote me off, but I ain't write back. Right. So legendary. Tom Brady. Goat. Goat. Um, Taylor Heineke. He's been serviceable. I think he's serviceable. <laughs> I, he belongs in the NFL. So how many do we have so far that don't belong and in the NFL? And then Carson Wentz, who's injured at this moment. Right, but he belongs, but he ain't on another team. So we'll say Panthers. Uh, Panthers, that's kind of it so far. So maybe there's less than I think. Oof. Oof, we'll have to see. Ravens, Lamar Jackson. So. Yeah. Bills, Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. Bengals. Burrow. Burrow. Browns. Brissett and Watson. What do you think? <laughs> oh, Watson, for sure. No. Is better, yeah, much better. Did you see his last? Did you see the game? His last game. I mean, it's his first game. Yeah, I know. Life. I know. I give him plenty of leeway. Him I'm gonna give him the rest of the season, honestly. Yeah. But damn, <laughs> I mean, bad. talk about rust. I mean, yeah, right, right. Um, how about Brissett though? I think Brissett is Brissett's worthy. been. I mean, he's been carrying the load pretty, pretty decent. I think he did a good job, honestly. I like Brissett. Considering, yeah, Russell Wilson. <laughs> Dude's a meme, bro. I'm honest, I think he's dog shit. Dude is <laughs> an absolute point. meme. So that's probably like two. That's two now. I think that's it. All right, Kyle Allen, Davis Mills, both garbage, garbage. That's three. Colts, Matt Ryan, garbage. Sam Ellinger, garbage. That's four. Um, Trevor Lawrence, he's good. 
Or at least he's got. I understand. Why he's he's, he's been getting so much better. He's been on a roll lately. Yeah, he'll be good soon. Patrick Mahomes. Given. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know why I looked at you. Derek Carr. I don't think he's that good. I don't think he's. That I think good he either. can be in the league, but I mean, yeah. I, I mean, to have Devonte Adams and still be trash is <laughs> kind of. It is weird. And Josh Jacobs and Hunter Renfro and Waller. Josh I know Jacobs Waller is and probably going to win the rushing title because yeah. Jesus, <laughs> he's nuts. <laughs> Herbert, obviously, Tua, we like. Don't get me started on that fucking logo. Mac Jones, I don't have a problem with Mac Jones. I don't. Or Zappy. I don't know who's better, though. That's the thing, because they just keep flip-flopping, and it's so irritating. I'm going to be real. Real? Real talk? I don't think they belong. I mean, not at this point. Bro, I think that the they have not achieved their potential. Look at the offensive scheme, though. It's tr- If garbage. anyone belongs, Zappy is better. Bro, th- this is this is tragic. They have a, they have a fucking sad. defensive coordinator calling offensive plays. Yeah, Patricia's a loser, too. So like, He's not even a good what, defensive what, coordinator. What are we doing? <laughs> like, what, are we, what are we doing That's here? my issue. I was like, all right, one thing if he was at least good. I don't have to say anything else. Jets, Mike White. Wilson I mean, definitely, I don't think, belongs. No, Wilson's garbage. Mike White, uh, though? Mike White, I mean, he's looked decent. He's had flashes. So far. He's, he's been serviceable. I think I'm still out on him, though. I don't think he's in the same category th- as, like, a... I feel like this is kind of a thing where he's, like... Okay, he's up here, and then he's gonna kind of come crashing down to earth. Right, it's one of those too. things that, like, with Cooper Rush, he was going, 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 and then he played the Eagles. Yeah, so I think that's kind of. I feel that way about. Them, I feel like least. they should run with Flacco. I think that's yeah. the better option. Yeah, he's a I Super mean, Bowl champion. If you're not gonna play Zach Wilson, who's bro, he's that dude awful. is so bad. Hate him. Steelers, Kenny Pickett. I'll I'll give him some time. I'll give him time. I'll give him time. But as of right now, what do you think? I don't think he's good. So we're talking like seven now yeah. that are like maybe they still need potential in time like Mike White, Jones even Mac Jones. Well, isn't Mike White? Hasn't he been in the league for a little while? Maybe so, he has actually. Yeah, you're right. Like, I don't so, think that's kind of that's like eight now. Titans. That's Tannehill. He's been serviceable forever, and yeah. that's it. So eight of the thirty-two teams. So that means there's twenty-four. Is that good math? Twenty-four, like playable guys and then there's guys there's backups that we like like bridgewater mm-hmm. i guess like uh Brissett. Yeah. i love dude Brissett is a backup sick yeah that's wonderful worked out good for them because i yeah. needed him um but yeah so former, that's i former, forget why i even why did I even former patriot yeah never mind i'm not gonna go on that but yeah, yeah a couple former patriots yeah, out there uh, doing good yeah whatever whatever How, what are your thoughts on uh the idea of brady coming back have you heard about that <laughs> <laughs> why would he want to do that I saw well, an NFL GM he, thinks that that's in the works. He left right? the Patriots mm-hmm. because there was no one to throw to. Same situation. Same thing. So here's what I think. I think um, he left. He won the first Super Bowl because the team was fucking loaded. Stupid loaded. I've never seen a team that loaded and no you one talks gotta, about it. you got to make those throws, though. You have to execute. And then... That team. So now the team happens. That that last team, the Bucks team, happens. Fournette takes maybe like a step back. I think you know Evans is taking enough step back, but he's been ha- half step back. Goblin was hurt a little bit in the beginning, then he's okay I mean, now. Look, look, but look at the injuries the last few years. Injuries have been tough. I think that the Bucks D isn't that what they used to be. Nope. And, I, and then out. and then he realized, damn. So unless it's perfect. 
like the team sucks because the, the guy's coaching. 40, the guy's forty five years old, so he can't me. do it himself. And um, I think that he's realizing that's why the whole Bruce Arians thing, like he got like fired and sent up, and um, I don't think that was the right decision. I, it was weird. Todd Bowles is not, I don't think, a good head coach. He's an elite defensive coordinator. He is, me too. I think so too. When he was the coach of the Jets, we saw what happened. And then when he went back down to a defensive coordinator, he showed that he is good. When he, uh, he so when they scored the other day to, to win the game, like on Sunday or Monday, whenever they played. That was that was some cheese. Bro. He scored. It's Brady scored. He went over to the sideline to talk yeah. to Bulls, and he literally, I saw, you'd hear him, or maybe I saw him say, he was like, hey, that was a good job, pal. You did you did good. Like, like. Like, he's the fucking coach. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I just feel like Brady doesn't have respect for anybody except for Bill Belichick. I'm going to assume Not that, that he even likes Bill. I think he just has own, that's the only guy he respects. I'm going to assume, and it's a pretty safe assumption, that mm-hmm. it's Brady's offense. He runs it. He yep. calls his own plays. He does that same shit. Peyton Manning did the same thing yep. in, in Denver. Yeah. He called his own plays. And <laughs> yeah, and it worked was, out. Yep. So, you know, our offensive play calling is dog shit. And our quarterbacks are not like. There ideal. is no offensive play calling in New England. <laughs> it's like, who is it? Joe Judge and Matt Patricia, right? Yeah, they're both kidding, they're, they're splitting me? the time. Yeah. Like, what? So, if Brady was in here, let's just say, and he'd be so calling so his you're, own so plays. So, you're bringing a 46 year old quarterback <laughs> yeah. t- into an offense with no coordinator. I I just feel like you don't need one or personnel. I think he's the guy. Where, where's your personnel? I love same situation. I love Jacoby Myers. I think he's elite. I don't like. Think I think he's, he's elite. elite. I, I from what I've seen, when he's healthy, like you think seen, he's a number one receiver. I think he's a. I think he could be a number one receiver. Yeah, I do. I when I when I watch him play, some of the catches he makes are fucking ridiculous. Okay. Some of the routes he runs are really crisp. It's just he, he can't stay healthy, and they don't have a team to, to do it with him. But I really legitimately since, – since this happened when way when he was young. He was undrafted. When he was young, I remember seeing him. I was like, damn, this kid's pretty good. Brady trusted him. I remember it because it was guys he'd build up trust with, and it was guys he never threw the ball to. And he was one of them. Okay. Myers was one of them. So you double him. Now what do you got? Nobody. And okay. that's the, and that's another that's that's the issue with bringing Brady in. You need to bring in a receiver. And I think Devontae Parker's serviceable. As a three, okay. As an outside option, I think you'd need another receiver, as a slot guy. I think you get Brady his slot guy. The tight ends are good, talented. I think Hunter Henry and John Smith are both talented. Mm-hmm. I just don't think we use them properly. So I think you have oh, two tight ends, which he that's loves. That's where the problem lies, right there. So I think you have two tight ends already. You got Jacoby Myers already. You got a third receiver in Parker. You have. The guy that I've never heard Belichick speak more glowingly about in my life than Ramondre Stevenson. Plus, he's a beast. Yeah, he is. Best running back that Brady might ever have or have had. In a while, yeah. And I think you got a, you got a squad. Your defense is awesome. Yeah. You have $100 million next year. And then free agency. Yeah, what's he going to spend it on? I mean, he spent it, he spent it like two years ago, remember? He spent, he spent it on John and Hunter and all these guys. He brought in a bunch of like decent Judon, pieces. Judon was a great... I Amazing. I was somebody that was against it. I loved Judo. But I didn't think he, he, could like this, he proved though. me wrong for sure. He might win Depoy. Over uh, he might. I think Micah's got that unlocked, bro. Are you, are you 
than me. Probably. That dude is... Bosa's nice, too. That dude is generational. He is really good. Bro, he's like the second coming of fucking Lawrence Taylor. Yeah, he really is. It's absurd. I, lo- I love me some Michael Parsons. I do. But if you're to rank three defensive players, I I mean, Judon's probably... At least this year. Like you for, could. For Depoy. I mean, he'd, you... he'd be... When they make the graphics, he's in the... He's always in it. Like, who who you got? And obviously, Michael Parsons and Bosa are probably both, like, better options. But yeah. as a Patriots fan, I'd love to see my boy Judon up there. I didn't think he'd be like that, though. I thought he'd just be another great player. Yeah. We always make great players step down and bad players step up. We just bring everybody to even. That's what irritates me. Uh, yeah. Because there has not been, like, the lack of stars just irritates like the Patriots are the most boring team yeah I hate obviously they win and like yippee but like I, I don't like that there's no there's no pizzazz there's no there's no icing it's just all cake you know what I I'm know, saying I know I'd like a good receiver if you were to get Brady back I know this is a crazy scenario but if you were I'd like a slot receiver a I good them, I slot receiver to get I wanted that to happen he, he still we could Cowboys aren't offering him a contract. I think I saw, which is interesting because I thought that was a that was like a spot. Yeah, he it, tweeted out a pawn because of his because they don't believe his ACL is recovered recovered fully, and they don't think he'd be able to make it. Right, I don't know if he would either. Which um, I mean would probably be the same case for any other team. So yeah, but I feel like if I'm gonna take him, you might take him. Say like, I don't know. I could, I could see it happening overall. The whole scheme of Brady back, add a piece, and a legit piece, an Odell for cheapish. And then you got Parker. You got, I love Myers, dude. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, whatever the next step is for him, whether it means we get a good quarterback or he goes somewhere, I am telling you now, that kid is a fucking special player. His hands. You think are that's a better option than either Evans, Godwin, Fournette, Rashad White? Or he goes to his hometown with Debo Ayuk. Yeah. Do you think that'll happen? No, I think they I think they've fallen in love with Jimmy over there. It would probably just be a one year thing. Right. They're in win now mode. Yo, so how about this? Ready? I got it. I got it. Got it all solved. Okay. T B goes there. Mm-hmm. To San Fran. And then Jimmy comes here. There it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I'll do the GMing for everybody. Cause honestly, I don't know if I have a lot of faith in in Mac growing to be this like to be a a super, a super Bowl quarterback needs to be something special. Well, I you gotta like. give him, you gotta give him pieces, man. I know. Look at what he had at Alabama. I know. Look at that guy he had, the Heisman Trophy winner. Um, he had Jalen Waddle. Rugs. He had Najee Harris. No, he didn't have Ruggs. He, didn't have he had Ruggs. Devontae Smith. Oh, he right. He had Jalen right, Waddle. Right, right, right. He had right. Mechie. He had Najee. Mechie, rest up, dude. Yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, it is. He'll be back, though. And he had Najee Harris. Yeah. But you're I not going to – it's hard to get that, though. He he kind of has that in Ramondre Stevenson. He would have that. Ramondre's that guy. But where's that guy? Like, you saw it with Tua. That's a prime example. You give yeah. him his speed receivers that he had at Alabama. You bring that to Miami, and boom. Well, I feel like that's more of a coaching issue than it is. Not, not a coaching. I know what you're what saying. The... But I'm saying, like, Belichick. 
like we've never been like we except for maybe like one two times have we really like went and got like moss and we dra- we drafted Gronk we just got lucky with Gronk really yes but like right. otherwise like we don't we've never done that so I feel like in on the Patriots as long as Belichick's here it's gonna need to be an elite quarterback in terms of playing within the system and it's gonna take just like a special defense like a but special he doesn't trade for nobody. Ever. He don't. He don't. He does not make trades. He'll trade for the occasional He'll, no, he backup lineman. No, he trades away. And he trades away guys for, for, for yeah. like third, fourth, fifth round picks. So I remember when we initially traded Jamie Collins for a conditional third. When he was like defensive mind. player of the year level. He was nasty. I lost my shit. Bro. I was like, I've never been more shocked in my life. I mean, granted, he went there and he wasn't the same. Now he always comes back. Uh, which yeah, I they, love they that relationship. Signed him for the so time. funny. Um, reminds me, we used to do that with a receiver back in the day. Dion Branch. Yeah, I loved Dion Branch. He was him. He was good. Every yeah. once in a while, we'd just be like, yeah, be like, "Oh, the Patriots are signing Dion Branch for the eighth time." I was like, "Whoa." Um, on to on the Ramondre thing, though, I got a yeah. question. Mm-hmm. Uh, something that like I feel like is like a league wide thing. Do you think that like so? There's some elite elite running backs. But other than, like, the top five guys, maybe maybe ten, do you think that, like, the running back even matters? Of course it matters. Yes, absolutely. You need one, but do you feel like the committee can do the same job? Running back by committee versus, like, a, like a guy? Like, No. You don't think so? I don't like that. Why is that? Because I feel like you have to have that bell cow to establish the run. Because when you have one guy doing one thing, like, you have a guy that runs in between the tackles, like Ramondre. Like, 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 let me go back a couple of years. You have a guy that runs in between the tackles in LeGarrette Blunt, right? Mm-hmm. You have a guy that comes out of the backfield in James White. Yeah. You have a guy that is kind of a hybrid in Rex Burkhead. I loved that. <laughs> I did too, but as a defense, right, if I'm on the defense, I'm looking at that. You have LeGarrette Blunt in the game. Good chance you're going to run the ball. Right. You have James White on the field. Good chance he's going to, you know, go out. For a pass. For a pass. That's that's where, if you're getting guys that can be hybrids, that's why Christian McCaffrey is so elite. Mm-hmm. But he's your primary guy. He's yeah. your guy. But do you think it's necessary for a Super Bowl team, though? Not necessary. Nothing's really necessary. You can work around anything. But, if, like, just think about the past, like, five Super Bowls. Like, who's won? Six Super Bowls. I don't even know. I can't really think. Last year. When you when you think of a team like Tampa Bay, who was one of the most valuable players during that run? Leonard Fournette. Fournette. Mm-hmm. Who, uh, when you think of Seattle, who was one of the most valuable players on that team? Beast mode. Yeah. Right? But what about last year? Rams, you got, what, Daryl <clears throat> Henderson? Is he, like... That the Rams, I think, when you have a dominant player like a Cooper Cup mm-hmm. and an Aaron Donald, when you have that, and you have a Jalen Ramsey in the secondary, and you can just and it, it's it's tough because I don't know it, it might there there might be anomalies there might be because the Bengals the che- didn't have one really either I don't think of Mixon as like I don't either no. There, there, there are anomalies for sure because I mean Patrick Mahomes did it. Mahomes so. did it. Um, who else? Like I but feel like, again, like again, even the Broncos back in the day. You were talking about the Seattle Seahawks. 
Broncos back in the day. Who was it? Like, no Sean Marino? Like, who was their guy? I feel like it's a split. I feel like it's even, and some teams have the elite running back and some teams don't, and the ones that win. And I wonder if, like, there's really even a correlation if that's the case. But those teams that it's have – It's just different ways to win. Those teams that have those running backs, who is their quarterback, though? You have to have a quarterback to win a Super Bowl. So the quarterback's the most important part. It is. You know? Like, that can that's the trump card. Because no matter – in all these teams we've listed, they all had a league quarterback going they in did. the Super Bowl. Um, so that's why I think, like, the common piece is the quarterback. Yeah. And the running back – Unless, unless and you I, have and the O line personally, an I think the ungodly dominant defense like, like when you like Broncos. Peyton's last Super Bowl, yeah, where he, he was, was awful, fucking <laughs> dog shit, yeah. But then you have Von Miller who just absolutely had like a greatest defensive game yeah. ever played in the. There clutch. are a couple of teams like that, like the Bucks in two thousand and two won the Super Bowl with right. no quarterback. Uh, the 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 Bears in eighty five. Uh, the steel curtain defense with the Pittsburgh Steelers. It's more like, you know, when they say defense wins championships, it's and more it like defense can win championships. Yeah. Quarterbacks win championships. In this day and age, this, for sure. Yeah, nowadays, nowadays. Back, nowadays. back when back in the day, the men, about See, that that's the thing. Then. Back in the day, the running back mattered a lot. Because yes. I felt like you just needed like you needed one because it was so run heavy. Right. But now it's with the offenses so spread out, it's like you're almost better off. Like the 49ers, yeah, they have McCaffrey, but like before McCaffrey, I love the way their team was because they had three running backs that they'd mix in all the time, and then Debo could hop in the backfield. I think that we'll touch on this last thing with football, and then we'll hop on to, to basketball. Yeah. I think that there's too many norms in football, there's too much, uh, like, you know, just like, no, that's not, but you're not supposed to. I hate that th- way of thinking in anything, and I think football has more of it than we than we think. I don't see why. I was having this conversation the other day. And you can correct me if I'm wrong because you actually played. My, me and my friends didn't play. Uh, if I'm the Cowboys, if I'm just a team and I have an extra roster spot, right? And um, we struggle on the goal line. We struggle to score on the goal line, like within five yards. Mm-hmm. I am contacting Taco Fall. <laughs> I'm little. Listen, I'm contacting Kotaku Fall. I'm saying, hey, we don't need you to do. We need you to do two things for us, and we'll give you the minimum contract: fades in the corner of the end zone, and uh, block field goals and punts, or mostly field goals because you won't have to do much other than jump. Why don't we do that? Uh, my friends were like, oh, but he'd get undercut. I'm like, but don't use him in any scenario except. Those two. So you have plenty of guys on your team that are only used special teams. So it's not like using a guy eight plays a game is a bad thing. That happens everywhere. Yeah. So what's the problem with me putting Taco Fall on my team? 7-7. Seven, seven. No one's, no one's going to get him in a jump ball, I don't think. Because you can all go box out. He has a basketball background. I'm dead serious about Taco Fall. And uh, you just don't well, fade in the end zone. Well, in that case, feet. well, I mean, if I'm dealing with a guy like that, first of all, dude can't. Dude can fucking barely move for one. That's true. And two, if he's doing that, I'm just gonna fucking pi his ass every single play. You're gonna have to pi. Yeah. You can't score on penalties, so you you'll. So oh, what you would keep happen in up, that? Up, 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 up. What would happen in that case? Run the ball. <laughs> well, then, but then it. you're getting closer though. 
then you got then you got as close as you can possibly. If they're gonna do that, you're gonna get that close. You can then sneak it. But if you're at like the five yard line, just fucking put Taco in the game. Put him <laughs> put him in the corner. He's a foot taller than Gronk is. Just yeah. put him in the put him in the put him up, split out wide. You can even sit in the fucking shotgun if you wanted to. Like they're gonna double. It doesn't matter how many guys. You just throw it high, and he'll just go ju- jump high and catch it. And I know it seems so taboo, and I'm really simplifying the sport of football, which some people have this their whole life. Mm-hmm. But we need to think about these things because I, I don't understand why that hasn't been attempted. Getting like a 7-8 character, 7-6, seven, 7-7. Seven, seven. They're usually very gross, because but Taco's got are, some body too. Because those guys are usually pretty unathletic. Yeah. Especially for football. Do you need to be an athlete to, to, to do that though? Like a crazy athlete? You're already... He's in some sense an athlete. Well, yeah, because, seven, then, seven, because, defensive, because defensive coordinators can scheme around that. They can make it so, uh, I mean, if I – if What would if, you do if you're the defensive coordinator and you see Taco fall split out wide for, at, from five yards in? I'm sending the house at your quarterback. <laughs> and That's, just I'm sending, I'm sending fucking nine guys at your quarterback and just you can pray that he gets the ball off in time. And you can pray that Taco's slow ass can get to where he's supposed to be in time, too. I'm that's, throwing. That, that's what I would do. I'm throwing two, two tight end. Uh, how, how many guys you got? Eleven, so five, six, seven. You can eight, only have seven. Like, you can only have uh, seven guys on the line of scrimmage at one time. I'm throwing five. I'm getting two tight yeah. ends. Yeah. My quarterback. Yep. Two, blocking. Backs. So, you, so you're just gonna have. I'm just gonna let the homie run. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna sit there and be like, all right, I'll wait. I'll wait for you. You go get it, and I'll throw it up. I want to. I just want to see it be attempted. Why has it never been tried? You know, like it's not even like a problem of like because in the end this is all theoretical. But like, you have to admit that say it's thirty percent chance that that it could work pretty effectively. Okay. Isn't that worth exploring? Maybe, but I mean, like, when it, have you ever seen a guy? big like that be athletic enough to even get to, to into the nfl that's the that's the kind of thing it wouldn't be an nfl guy you'd literally need to call taco like the taco fall not like just a guy at seven six because it's not that many uh, i feel like you'd have to like that's something you'd have to do myself take a, take <laughs> to roger goodell <laughs> like hey dude we need to reserve one spot on the team for a guy over seven feet hey bro we, we've been struggling here we can't get a win <laughs> to save our lives but think about the broncos you know how hard it's been for them to score within the five from the 10? Yeah, they can't. They can't do it. They literally can't do it. Because they're bad at it. Because they're bad they're at bad. it. But even if you're Taco Fall, what if you just fucking... But they have, they have, which is so confusing to me, because they have so much talent. They the do. Broncos. People were thinking that the Broncos they're... had a chance to win the division. How about this, though? Before we came in. Because you know what we were saying about Matt Nagy, and how like he doesn't even count as a coach? I think Their that... Their coach might be worse. That guy, he is the worst NFL coach I have ever seen. Yeah, that, that's what a lot of my friends have been saying. Yeah. So it's so bad to the point where I don't even know if I can judge it. Yeah. Like, can well, I even judge that when team? When you have Russell Wilson fuck, who can't throw Let the Russ ball. Let Russ cook. <laughs> he can't throw the ball Mr. five Unlimited? yards. So. Mr. Unlimited. I hate him. <laughs> I never liked him in the first place. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that just made it worse. Okay. Football talk. That was good. It was. That was good. All right, now on to the NBA. Where do you feel your expertise lies in in, in the NBA? Uh, nowhere near football. Yeah, right. Because right. I never, I never played basketball organized. How'd I never f- played in high school. Didn't play in college. I just played on the street with Palmer and all them. Right, right. Yeah, How do you was... feel about like your NBA knowledge? Uh, I mean, I know some stuff. I don't know the game, but I know 
the game. You know like the I mean? players, like yeah, the yeah, yeah. stuff like that. So I'm like, where some of the teams rank, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you been watching the Celtics? Sort of. Dude, it's a product this year. It seems it like it. It yeah. is a good product this year. Um, yeah. I love the way we're playing. Mm-hmm. We're 20-5, and five, mm-hmm. best team in the league, best record in the league. Um, now, I you're a LeBron guy, am I right in yeah. saying that? Yeah, yeah, I am. Are you a LeBron's the best player of all time guy? No. Who's your GOAT then? Jordan. Jordan's your GOAT. I have LeBron number two. Okay. Do you got a five? Do you got a five or ten? Five? <sighs> Jordan, LeBron. Uh, I think I would go Kareem, three. Kareem, I love that. I would go Magic, four. Mm-hmm. And then I would probably go Kobe, five. Kobe at five. You're going to please a lot of people with that list, I think. I think that's a very crowd-pleasing list. No joke. Because I think, me, I don't have Kobe in my top five, sadly. Okay. For, I don't want to say no reason. Because I, I'm like, I, I, can I put these other guys, like, can I, I can't, can I put Shaq over him? No, I don't think I can. Can I put Tim Duncan over him? I don't think I can. Can I put Larry Bird over him? I mean, maybe there's a case, but that's I, who I, I That's I, who I put him. And then where does Wilt Chamberlain fall? He ruins everything. I think, I think he's in the top ten. I think he, I have him like nine or ten. He ruins my rankings because then I think to myself, I'm like, okay, why? And it's like. Hmm. I would probably have Larry at six. Uh, and then I'd probably go Bill Russell seven, Duncan eight. And then I'd probably have Wilt at nine or ten. And then it would be like between Wilt and Hakeem at nine or ten, and then, I think. Yep. And then where does Steph fall? <sighs> Steph, because now this is the problem. Know. As time goes on, more players are added, and yeah. now fucking Steph is like literally in the mix for top ten, and that but it see, annoys me. When when he wins that championship, I hear people talking about he's t- in the top ten. He's the greatest point guard of all time. I don't want to hear that stuff. Like <sighs> you're gonna tell me he's better than Magic Johnson? I'm not. You, you think I'm gonna be honest you with so? you? I don't know anymore. It's gonna take time for me to, to know. But I used to be a big proponent of when did he just? This happens with a lot of guys. They just start like since we group certain guys together, and there's a couple of cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. People will just vault like you'll just vault a bunch of guys at once. So like, everyone was like, "Yo, Steph Curry!" Like before the last one, he's the second best point guard of all time. Like second best point guard ever. Like instantly, so as soon as he won like three, really, or even two, and I was like. Isaiah Thomas was awesome, like, for the Pistons. I think – I thought for a long time, I was like, no, he's still two. He's still two. So it took me a while to pass him up. But then this last one, I definitely pa- – I'm passing him up. I can't. Steph's better than him now. So now that it's, like, it's between Steph and Magic. So you, th- so you think he's better than Isaiah? You think he's better than – Now I do. And, like, you think he's better than, like, Oscar? Stockton. I think he's better than Oscar. I think he's better than all these guys. He – and it's not just him, but, like, just, like, the fucking – you know, I watched Shumpert talk about him on a podcast. I, I, Iman Shumpert, you know who that is? Yeah. And he was like, dude, like, I remember when he was first coming out there, he was taking 40-foot threes. We were like, man, let him. Let him. Then he started hitting them shits. He's don't, like, don't remember, let him, man. He's like, I remember, he's like, I remember Coach telling me, like, you know, he's hitting a couple 40-footers, 35-footers in a row. Coach then tells Iman, well, you're going to get out there and guard him? And it's just like that. Whole game's changed. The entire game, the entire sport has changed. He obs- He made the big man obsolete. He, until now, the big man, because now big men figured out how to shoot threes. It's just the yeah, balance of life. Yeah. Like, whenever something gets obsolete, then they got to figure out something new, and then point guards will go obsolete because everyone's going to be seven foot shooting threes. But then you have a guy, an anomaly like Giannis, that just 
Justin is a fucking freak. And then yeah. Embiid, who literally, Embiid plays like Kobe. It's Which like, is retarded It's to me. so funny. He, like, ISO, heavy ISO fade package. He got, like, a nice... The amount of shit that he gets <laughs> from people... Oh. For playing that way, like bro, you're seven foot two. Go in the paint. You're like over three hundred pounds. Get down there. It's like, bro, he's shooting more efficiently than Kobe did. He's doing what Kobe did at seven foot, three hundred pounds. It's freaky. It's just he's not that killer, obviously, not the same defender as well. But um, yeah, it's just like the, the game always moves. But Steph is one of the few times that you can see direct impact in the sport. I've never seen a guy change any sport the way he did with Some basketball cheese, bro. it was so fast it was like as soon as he started hitting 40 footers other guys were like man we could all do that but like everyone thought it was a stupid shot for a long time he changed everything watch the kids coming the kids coming these next 10 years we're gonna be fucking blown away everyone's gonna be shooting 40 footers what, what's that kid's name that tall ass kid Victor Wembanyama. yeah that, that was one of my questions have you seen any of these uh the rookies coming in i've been that kid, I mean, who hasn't seen Wemby. that kid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like he's legit too. What but the hell? Bowl <laughs> Bowl is the same thing. <laughs> not the same thing. You can't create the same. It's not the same. But Bowl Bowl is like no way is Bowl Bowl as athletic as that dude. Dude, he's pretty you, fucking good. Because I, 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 I yeah, you don't have know. No idea. I haven't yeah. seen. So Bowl he's been Bowl playing so. for the Magic a little bit this year. Um, I'll pull up the stats. We can we can actually like have like, a real conversation. Because that dude it. has that. That dude has handles. I'm seeing this dude breaks ankle. This dude can break ankles and dunk on you at the same time. Like what? He's like seven four. Yeah. So Bull Bull is seven two. He's more like seven three, honestly. And this year he's averaging twelve and a half, uh, two blocks, eight rebounds, one assist a game, which isn't good, obviously. He's shooting 60% from the field, which is amazing. Because a really good field goal percentage for a big man, about 55. Um, and he's shooting 60. And then from three, he's shooting 41%, which is incredible. Three average three-point shooters, 35, 34-ish. So that's incredible. 40% and above, that's like the elite shooters. Well, I mean, what's his volume, though? I mean, he's taking how many shots a game? He's taking nine shots a game. Okay. Um, he's taking two threes a game. So he's, okay. taking, he's taking some. Mm-hmm. But and even his first year in Denver, he took two threes a game and a couple. He only played a couple. He was shooting forty something percent in college. He shot a good percentage. He just got hurt. He's got a lot of the tools that this other kid has. He turns over the ball a lot, Bobo, because he's so big. But that's going to be an issue with Victor too, I think. Mm-hmm. LOL Pistons for, for fucking that up, <laughs> right, dude? Like what the hell? A couple teams. How do you not pass point. his physical? Are you stupid? A couple teams fucked this kid up. We had him. Celtics had him. Last year, for like a little bit, and that pissed me did he, off. Did he even get on the court? Nope. What happened? Just came, sat, left. It wow. was like he just never materialized. Uh, he wasn't here for long. I don't even know if it's in his history. I don't even know if it was during the season. Like, what happened? When did he get here? It sounds like a very Boston thing to fucking do. Part of a three-team trade, we got him in February nineteenth, and then no, on January nineteenth of last year. On February 10th, less than a year, less than a couple months later, he was gone. So, he was only here for like this big, for like this much time. Actually, is that true? Is that the right what do you one? What do you think of the interim Celtics coach that we've got so far? I like this guy a lot. You do? I don't like 
how he looks sketchy, <laughs> like just <laughs> personally. Like when I see him, I'm like, wow, he looks kind of sketchy. Okay. But um, I everything I had an issue with last year's team with the way they were coached, he he does it. He like remedies. I I feel like he's perfect in a lot of ways. The way he coaches is the way I'd coach my basketball team. So so you, um, so you think he's better than Udoka was? The only concern is Udoka. So like basketball wise, yes. Udoka obviously lit, lit a spark in these guys, though. Obviously, and he yeah. and he got them to like really feel like they're that good. And um, so I feel like the spark is still from Udoka. So I don't know if Missoula could go into another team and do this. But um, which is a big deal. Like lighting the spark is everything. Yep. So I, that's like half the coaching to me. So I can't say he's better than Udoka. But his basketball stuff, I think so. Yeah, Udoka, you needed to be an elite defender to even be on the court. Pritchard barely got any minutes. Cornette barely could play. Hauser would never have made been playing as much as he does this year. The way this guy just trusts that they're all gonna give effort. If you're giving effort on defense, it's fucking annoying and you can still make things work. You might not be as good defensively. That's why we're not as good defensively this year as last year. But I knew the team had potential to be a really good defensive team and be a great offense if we just had some more shooting out there, some more, like, playmaking. And this guy allows it to happen, and it's just, like, it's perfect. It's everything. I still think the defense has a little bit more to go, but you know what that little more is? Rob Williams. He hasn't played yet. Once he's back, number one defense in the league. And we're already the best offense to ever step on the court. Have you seen those stats? We are what? the best offense ever How? in How? every measure. How? So far into the season, it should tail off, theoretically, because like, this is impossible to keep up. Offensive rating, three-point percentage, three-pointers made, uh, true shooting. In every metric, we are the greatest offense ever. There is no way that lasts. I'm dead ass. And it will never last. no way. But it won't last. Not at the historic rate like that. But offense is trending in that direction. So we're going to see a lot of, like, I think the best, the top 10 offensive ratings ever from a team have been in the past, like, like six of them have been in the past, like, 10 years. Just because, like. it has to be. Just because of how efficient the game is now. Yeah. But still, we're still the best ever as of right now. You think think Celtics are back in the finals this year? 100%. Okay. I think we're the best team. I think we're the best team. Because I personally think that if Chris Middleton didn't go, wasn't injured last year, that the Bucks would have. Yeah, we wouldn't have made it last year. Been there, but this year we're even better. And like, so I, so I think last year you're right. I agree. Middleton would have been enough to keep us out. Series looks different. I'm not saying it doesn't go seven. Still, I'm not saying the Celtics couldn't win it. Because in the end, the series would just look different. Giannis was touching the ball more because Middleton wasn't there. And Giannis is better than Middleton. So, and Drew Holiday played as good as he could have possibly played, really. So you're not going to get better performances out of either of them. They're both going to go down. And then you add Middleton, he should and even things like out. And I feel like he's but that guy that can hit their, those late clutch shots. He's their closer. So that's where I think the difference from lies. From the perimeter, I mean. I mean, Giannis can obviously pound the paint. Yep. But then I feel like Middleton, on the perimeter, he can hit those clutch shots. I he can also defend. He's 6'9". So yeah. He's long. Um, so I agree with you, but this year, this team, we're better. It's awesome. I love watching it. It's so much fun. What are your, what are your thoughts on this resurgence of the Los Angeles Lakers in the past couple of weeks? If Anthony I, Davis, these, oh my God. Bro. I wish I had my phone cause I need to tell you what I tweeted cause I use Twitter, right? 
Yep. Um, let me tell you what I tweeted. Uh, let me see my tweets. Twitter at Dodcast. Twitter at the at Dodcast Twitter. I have a okay. Dodcast Twitter. I don't tweet much, honestly. I don't really care about it. It's not. I don't really associate with my podcast that much. But I just like to tweet sometimes. What did I tweet? What did I tweet? Someone, someone said, uh, someone said, like, what do we think about like this the Lakers as of right now? And I said, I see a play-in team to play or a playoff team. Give it time. Percentages improve. Westbrook should come off the bench. Schroeder should should come back, and uh, maybe make a quick trade. Team is five hundred plus, is what I said in November, early November, November second. Okay. This is when they were like one in eleven. <laughs> yeah. I said I see a five hundred team. Okay. Or better. Everyone was saying. Uh, all I heard was. 30, 35 wins. That's what I was hearing. And I was seeing 42-plus wins, maybe 50. I think the team is – what happened was, Matt, the problem was that they were shooting. You know how we say the Celtics had the best offense of all time? Yeah. Their shooting, their three-point shooting, was so far and below the worst line we've ever seen. Tragic. It was like – it was un, it was unsustainable to yeah. be that bad. <laughs> and then on top of that, Russell should have been coming off the bench. I knew that. Yeah. AD was still working out with some kinks. Didn't think he'd be like this, but yeah. But he backed now, so that helps. Wow. So now, now I think they might even be a little bit better than a 500 team. But that's why I said 500 plus. But I think they might even be like 50, couple 50 plus one. 50. Wow. 50 plus one team with him. I don't know if the start of the season derailed them too much. How does the playoffs go for him though? It probably depends on matchup, right? For sure. Yeah. That has a big part of it because I don't know. Man, I don't know another team out west that can really match up with the physicality they got. I could see them; they're looking to make some big trades. Too. I think I saw that they might go get DeRozan and Vucevic. How? Bulls are ass, and those contracts yeah. are huge. Okay. So what they could do is swap, yeah. give them Westbrook, yeah, get them two, and uh, give them picks. And basically, all you'd be doing is saying. All right, you guys have Westbrook's contract for the rest of the year, but then they'd have two max slots empty. So really all they're doing is just paying to get rid of them and then take two picks on top of it because um, they're bad. And so that it's not impossible. The Pacers had some good trades involved. They could get – I don't know why they didn't go get Buddy Heald and Miles Turner. I love those guys. I think Buddy Heald's an amazing player. I think they player. got that instead of Russell, to be honest. Yeah, and he's been better off the bench for sure. But that's like you're paying $40-something million for a guy to come off your bench. Like, obviously not. Yeah, that's tough. So, um, you know, there's some – but it does lie in the matchup. Lonnie Walker on that team, he's averaging like 17 a game. Yeah. He's been great. Austin Reeves is great. Yeah. Okay. Kendrick Nunn's a good player. He is. AD's great, obviously. LeBron's still nasty. <laughs> like, like, he's still nasty. He turns, thir- what, 38 this year? Yeah. Really, still really averaging, soon. Still like, averaging 26, 8, and 8. So, you know – He's just been that guy his whole life, and he's going to continue to be that guy. Darwin Ham. Darwin Ham is pretty solid. I like him. I still need to see, obviously, how the rest of the year goes. I think he has sparked he sparked the boys, which, again, I said that's half of coaching. Right. I need to watch more. It's hard because LeBron was out for a little bit, and AD was out for a little bit, and then Westbrook to the bench. It's like I haven't seen the team schematically enough yeah, to where like I understand the what the fuck's going on and yeah. still they have to make a trade I assume so I still got a little more time before I give Darvin Ham my stamp approval the only reason why Missoula gets my stamp is because the sample's just been so fucking amazing 
Well, um, the team's there already. The team was already made just, for him. So, like, yeah. that part we didn't have to do. So, it was, yeah. our, it was all schematics. I can just watch. And then I can assume they'll be better with Rob. But, uh, yeah, really, I was going to – actually, another question I had was thoughts on AD. What are, what are your thoughts? So, he's been nasty, obviously. But what are your thoughts on a guy uh, like that? Injury issues, too. He is absolutely dominant, but every single time he steps on the court, I'm worried he's going to leave. <laughs> right. He, you know, he got like, subbed out of the game. Dude literally came into the game fine. And then mid-game, all of a sudden, he has the flu. I st- How do you catch the flu in the middle of a game? You know what's funny? I, I bet the under on his points and rebounds that game. Oh, that's tough. No, I put the under. Oh, you put the under. So he got yanked. And oh, I was like, okay, okay like, I guess. I felt like I cheated, but I'll tell yeah. you. Sometimes they cheat you, though. Sometimes you have a guy get hurt on you. So I don't do much betting. It's just this little app I have. But uh, I think that AD, like that 55-18 and 18 game he just had a couple of days ago, Yeah. That's a top five player. Who's your top five in current NBA? Uh, I think Giannis has to be number one. Mm-hmm. Um, it's I I barely watch, so I can't. Um, it's tough for me to give an order. Yeah. But I mean, just to throw guys out there, I mean, he Giannis has to be there. Steph has to be there. Uh, Durant, I guess. He's been nasty. They've uh, they've come back too, kind of like the Lakers. They've had a similar season. I think Luca has to be there. Um, How about Jokic and Embiid? Jokic, <laughs> I, I feel like Jokic <laughs> might be there, but then again, I'm looking at Jason Tatum. How about Tatum, best player like, on the I best feel team. Like he's the, the the number one MVP candidate right now. I Feels good, don't think, it? I genuinely think he is. He's been that good too. He really has. Like, I, like in the games I watch, it's like it's just a different feeling. I remember this team two years ago. I was like, I just feel like we're trying. It's so much for us to win a game, and we're winning more than we're losing. But I'm like, ah, it's just we don't have that like thing. I don't know what it is. I can't think of what it is. But now it's like when we're in a game, it's like we're expected to win. Yeah. And I think it just comes with time, like being at that top level. Now we go in there, we expect to win. We're going to win, and then you should be scared of us. I feel like Tatum is on that kind of LeBron path in the sense that he goes to the font, chill out for a I second. Lo- Dude, I freak out. I love it. Like when LeBron lost in the finals against the Dallas Mavericks, I kind of feel like that's where he is right now. Mm. So you're saying in Miami? Yeah. Okay. When he lost to the finals against the Mavericks, choked that away. Absolute garbage. Yeah. That's what Tatum was. He did choke. He wasn't doing good. Chokester. He was bad in that. Absolute series. chokester. For sure. Very next year, he's playing like, all right, I got to fix this. I got to mm-hmm. make it right this time. Right. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But Do you think we're finals bound? Hard, nothing guaranteed in this I world. Think the only, I think the one team that's probably standing in your way is Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be. What's your thoughts on Cleveland? You watch any Cleveland games? No. So they beat us <laughs> twice in overtime. That I did see. I didn't watch it, but I saw. And they're really good. They added Donovan Mitchell. So the team was good last year, and then they added Donovan Mitchell. Oh, wow. And I really – I think that they're doing – kind of what I was saying in the um, about the NFL. There's a lot of things that are, like, taboo, you know. And in today's NBA, thing that's taboo, running two big men, two seven-footers in the same yeah. lineup. Um, we kind of made it a thing with running two six-nine-plus guys, I guess. We have or six ten, I guess, with Al and Rob, but the Cavaliers, they run Jared Allen at the center and Evan Mobley at the four. 
and they can both defend for real, like on on the perimeter and inside, mostly inside. But Mobley can really defend the perimeter. And on top of that, then and then they had Darius Garland, most underrated player in basketball. Such a freak. Kid's awesome. He can pass. He can score. He's so fluent. He plays so smooth. Smoothest player behind like Kyrie. And then they had like a couple rotational guys in at the small forward, whatever, just someone to fill in a shooter. And they were missing like the scoring like shot in the arm, and that's Donovan Mitchell. Right. And I feel like he was the perfect dad to that team. I loved the addition. I'm not a huge Donovan Mitchell fan in general, but for that team, he's great. And they genuinely scare me more than any other team, know. other than the Bucks. I mean, I feel like they could be. I mean, they don't. I don't think they really have that experience. They don't. They probably are one of those tough out teams. Like you That's, see them in the semifinals, they take you six, seven. Yeah, a team, like, but you know, sometimes they, you know they don't have a lot of experience, here, right? And most of the time, that screws you. But I do think that there is room in the world for like you know every once in a while those unexperienced teams just like go the whole way like they'll just they'll just be good like they'll be ready like when they get there think about the Bengals last year in the NFL like sometimes shit happens like shit just fucking happens if the team's good and but I think the when team you run is into really that good. team that team when that team runs into that team with just as much star power and pedigree that's where you fall off and uh I think whoever comes out of the east probably is going to win the whole thing because who in the West, unless the Warriors can get their shit together yeah, and be that team that they can be, I don't see any team out West that I'm like, oh, like, they're the powerhouse. Like, the Bucks, the best teams in the league are the Bucks, the Celtics. <sighs> to stop there? <laughs> I don't even, I don't know. I can't, I'm trying to think of, like, other teams that are, like, actually good, not just, like, record good. Don't worry about that. Okay. Someone went to the bathroom. Wow. Yeah, right in the middle of the podcast. It's crazy. <laughs> Happen- no, it happens all the time, too. Oh, it does? All I've the time. never. I've watched a bunch of yours. I've never heard that. Yeah. So oh, I don't know if you actually can hear it on the mics. We'll have oh. to test this. We'll have to find out. Um, yeah. But, yeah, someone when people shit and piss, it goes through these things. Oh, yeah, I assume that. Right is. above us. Yeah. Can't smell nothing, though, so that's good, I guess. You know? Yeah, it's something, right? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I guess other than the Bucks and Celtics, those are the only teams I'm really, I really Sixers, think Sixers, maybe? Yeah, but, Suns, like... Suns, I don't know. Yeah. I see Suns. I don't give a fuck. I, I just feel like they're going to lose whatever, we're at whatever capacity. Mavericks can't do it with just one guy. Um, we can't wait for that to be proven again because mm-hmm. um, it happens all the time. They thought they could do it with Harden. Yeah. The, the people try to do it with LeBron. You know, you just you can't. There's the no net, the nets are a fucking. They're just a dumpster the fire. They're them. weird. Um, but I think a big thing though, I am waiting because someone will win by themselves one time. Someone will do it. Like Luca could be the guy. Someone's gonna win a whole championship, just being playing. It's called heliocentric basketball. It's all centered around one dude. And um, I'm waiting for it to work. You know, because the offenses keep getting better for it. More shooting, more spacing. And that, in effect, makes it easier for one guy to be your everything. Yeah. So, uh, I don't know. Maybe if LeBron was that age right now and he had a team like that to himself and they got him the right shooters, he could do it. Um, they've never, never done that, though. But no one's ever done it. No one can do that. It's so hard. I wonder if we'll ever see one day just one kid, basically. Because that Mavericks team, let's be real, it's, it's Luka. 
I wonder if they won, like, what would that do to the league? Because think about when teams win, it starts a fire, and then everyone tries to do the same shit. You know, Warriors win. Everyone's shooting 25-plus threes a game now, no matter what. And, like, you know, big three wins. Everyone's trying to get a big three. Because like, you got to compete with it. That's what it right. is. Bucks win because they grew internal talent. Now everyone's got their own, like, young you star. To, yeah, you have to adapt, yeah. And, like, you know, seven-footers, whatever. I'm just waiting. Yeah, they have to adapt. It'll be interesting to see. It'll it be very interesting to see. All right, do I have any other questions? Um, all right, actually, this is a good question. So the game NBA has become more and more, like, international recently. Same thing about the guys we've named, Giannis, Embiid, Jokic. These are all foreign players. Doncic. In a, wor- in a world versus USA game, who wins now? Right now? Right now. You got Giannis, Embiid, Jokic, Doncic, and who else would they have on their international team? You could uh, probably throw Kyrie on there. Kyrie, he's Australian. Yeah. And then USA would be like Tatum, Braun, Curry. Curry. Who else? Who's like a big man you could even throw in there? Do we got any? Do we got any big men from the U.S.? We don't got uh, Gobert. We don't, don't got a uh, cat. Does cat make our U.S.A.? Ooh, I hate that. It's a little rough there. Let's throw cat there, though. I feel like I'm missing someone obvious. Greatest Ooh. three-point center of all time. He is. He No, he is. That sounds funny so funny you know that, saying though. that. That's true. And then, uh, so you can go him and then, like, Kawhi. Okay. Who wins? You well, know? Kawhi's not going to show up. So, there's, <laughs> so that's that's. So Kawhi's going to be there. load managing, so we're going to have to play Paul George. Yeah. Well, okay. He, and he'll he, also be load managing, so yeah. we'll have to play, uh, we'll have to play John Morant. Okay. So, yeah, John, Steph, uh, Ron, and Tatum. Cat? I think you got to go world there. I mean, that's just... There's so much dominance on that team. And there's not that many world players in the league. there's such a size advantage there. That's also true. Massive. Yeah. So let's say that's true. So now the – do you think we're heading in a direction – this has happened – it's already happened in baseball, in my opinion. Like, it's all Dominicans now. So, uh, like, yeah. things just go from outside the U.S. Do you think that's, just like, going to slowly happen? We're just going to, at one day, heavily – maybe not entirely made up of, like, international players, but – just they'll just be running the games for the most part. Maybe you could see it, or maybe you could see something where uh, a lot of international players come to, like as they're growing up, they come to play college in the U.S. or something like that, yep. and they get drafted through that. Maybe that's what you see. The G League too, or in that get, route, they come into the G League or something like that. You know, it'd be really interesting. What if every team got really good? Every like nationality got really good. Yeah, and then we could do like what soccer does. Like, for real. Not just, like, go to the Olympics and play like that. We could have, like, our own World Cup. I mean, it's looking like it's going that direction in terms of talent. I That'd mean, be so sick. USA would still wipe. They got they got dropped down from rank number one for the first time in, like, a long time in the FIBA ranks. That's, it's wrong. It's kind of embarrassing <laughs> if you think it, about it. Yeah, it's just because we throw out the weirdest bums of all time onto our USA team, like, during, like, the yeah, FIBA tournaments. Yeah, not sense to me. We don't throw out our best guys at all. Like, we have, like... Not even – and no NBA talent, really, in there. And we're still, like, usually ranked number one. Yeah. Just awesome. One of the best basketball players of all time never played in the NBA. Hold on. I got to find what? this guy's name. You, you got to do your, your some history on this guy. Um, best NBA player 
not in the NBA. Actually, best basketball player. I'm going to say NBA player. Yeah, he was. He played in Spain. He, he played in Spain. What's his name? Come on. Come on. Sergey Belov. Is this the guy? Am, am I going to get, like, flamed for not knowing who this is? No, 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 no. This guy, uh, he was, so, oh, here he is. He was on Brazil. He was on Brazil. Okay. I got to find him. He was a fucking, he was nasty. Is this him? Oscar Schmidt? Oscar Schmidt. Oscar Schmidt. Oscar Schmidt Sch- was called Mao Santa, the uh, the Holy Hand. Okay. The Holy Hand. That's what they called him. Uh, because of his ability to shoot the ball, and he scored forty nine thousand seven hundred and three points throughout his twenty three year career, which is about eleven thousand more than Kareem. So in his time in Brazil and shit, he just like he just cooked. Okay. Everybody. He cooked as hard there as, it, like, LeBron would if you put him over there. He just fucking lit the league up on fire. And he never came to the to the NBA. Teams offered him all the time, and he never came he over here. He probably yet. wouldn't have. It's probably because he got used to just absolutely Cooking. just, <laughs> yeah, just sunning everybody. He has the Olympic record for points in the game, I think. It says Olympics record I mean, 55 points. Bro, if I'm over there just absolutely shitting on everybody, I'm like, bro, why would I want to go someplace where I can't do this anymore? I know, and I think he was uh he was shooting like threes before it was like a big thing too. Like he was kind of like he was like that, and he was Brazilian dude. Is he st- is he still kicking? He's still alive right now. Good for him. Good for Oscar Schmidt. What is- <laughs> this Damn, guy's dude's awesome. still going strong over there. This guy's still a legend. kicking. How old is he now? Oh, he's uh he's a cool. He's sixty four. Oh, okay, a, not too bad. At a B, uh, FIBA Hall of Fame. Okay, it's a FIBA Hall of Famer, whatever that means. Ten-time Brazilian champion. Wow. Uh, top, no, for top scorer. Okay, mm-hmm. he's a three-time Brazilian champion general. He's a ten-time top scorer. Okay. Um, He was the Italian Cup winner, Italian Cup All-Star Game MVP and MVP. He won the three-point contest like ten times. Okay. <laughs> he's uh, t- Yep, Spanish league top scorer, Spanish team all all star game. His numbers retired in three different like state or uh, countries. Yeah, wow. So he's that guy, and he never came here. So I wonder, like you know, nowadays he obviously would have probably came over here because it's much more friendly to things like that. Greatest player you've never heard of That's was crazy. Oscar Schmidt. Right, you learn a little something today. How about that? Damn. Yeah. I taught you a little something. I appreciate that. You're welcome. Now you know about Oscar Schmidt. Some people in their ranks, like if they're foreign based, especially if they're from Brazil, yeah. they got him in the top ten. Like what? Dead ass. Like they will for real look at you in your eyes and mean he's the top ten basketball player ever. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> it's like yeah, imagine I, that. I didn't even foot- know this dude existed. Imagine that in football. Like if there was like a guy. That had like thirty thousand career rushing yards in like Australia or something. But the th- see, the NFL is so like it has such a dominance over everything else. Right, you're right. There's no football. It couldn't happen. There's no there's no American football outside of America, other than like the CFL. Mm, right. It's not. You're not gonna. You, you, no one's. You know, handing the ball off, running it in fucking Germany. Or they play rugby over there. Shit like that, yeah. Rugby's sick, too. Rugby's yeah, cool. it is, yeah. 
I wonder, um, so we've played the game in Germany. We had a game in Mexico this year. Uh, do you think the, the sports will go international if, like, that's possible? Like, in all sports, really? It's it's gonna. I hope not, but it's gonna. <laughs> do you think that that makes it harder to make these leagues? Or do you think the leagues would just expand to, like, 60-something teams, 30 international, 30 within the U.S., well, and then they come to a world championship? That would be sick. All right, go. That that would be sick, but first of all, I mean, it's kind of the, a boring thing to say, but I mean, we gotta think about the money involved in that. That's true. Like that's gonna be like ridiculous. The, them plane flights, oof. Them out of conference plane like, flights. No one, no one here is gonna take a flight to fucking Libya to watch an NFL game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying you need to build it's the not market. Not gonna happen. Yeah. I guess that's what they're doing in Germany and Mexico and stuff like that with these games. They're just building the market. If you want to make, if you want to put, if you want to put games in those big countries like that, Mexico, Germany, UK, you know what I'm saying? Spain. I just think it'd be sick if there was like, you know, like maybe like a Wales team. Because if you had a big team in every major city across the world, like not every, but in major cities, like they'd turn up. Like in Dubai. Like you'd get plenty of people to pull up to a football game. Like there's so there's when, just too many people. When there. you have when you when you're thinking about that, when you have these guys who are the most athletic people on the planet, right? Yep. Are you gonna want to play for this Spanish league, this Wales team, yes. or are you gonna want to play for the San Francisco 49ers or the Baltimore Ravens? You want to? I never thought of that. Which you know what I'm saying? That's true. You're gonna oh. not only that, and you're gonna make more money in the NFL mm-hmm. on those teams. Right, 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 right. Ah, fuck. Ruined yeah. my whole dream. Not that I even want it to happen like that. I just think it would be cool because, like, I've, if mostly this always happens to me it, every, it's like, cool every two in theory, years. for sure. Because this is what they do it in is. soccer. Yeah. Like, everyone loves soccer in every state, in every country across the world. And fucking everyone has their own league in their own country. Yeah. And then guys are hopping around country to country. And, like, there's some leagues that are a little better. But, like, in the end, the U.S. made it as a top 16 team, like, with, like, nobody being that nice. Which so, is hilarious to which me. Which is awesome. How fucking Italy didn't qualify. It just, right. It just pisses me off. Italy don't qualify, but you got the USA in there. And there's teams across. And, and they're all playing these different leagues. And there's so many. And then every two years... They have the every four years of the Euros, four years they got the World Cup, and it's two and two. Fucking Italy won the Euros they and doesn't qualify for the you, World that Cup. That should automatically put you in the World like, Cup. Wh- how? I think that should be what you win, basically. Like I know you probably I get a massive like money bonuses and all that, but like you should punch your ticket for the next one. You should. I think. But then you lose to some like I don't even know the name of the team that they lost to. Yeah, Nick. I remember Nick. Uh, it was like Simone fucking was Macedonia or, or some. I think it was Macedonia. Like, like North, North fucking North bumfuck <laughs> team that they Zimbabwe. lost to. They yeah. lost to Zimbabwe. Yeah. <laughs> the Zimbabwe national team. Yeah. I uh yeah well soccer's a tough sport in that sense too because like. I mean, every sport's this way. We could lose any game, like, but with when the score is so small, it's like the other team scores, and then you can just pack the house, and yeah, I guess it can just be the end, like that way. You know, football yeah. is a lot of time. I feel like usually I'm pretty confident the best team will win, um, especially if if they did like seven game series in football. Well, football is any best, given football is any given Sunday, but any given Sunday because of the fact that I think it is like a one week thing. I think. 
it's the perfect sport to do that way, and it also needs to be done that way for health purposes. Yeah, but. And that, and that's another problem with ex- if you were to expand it so globally, you'd have to probably extend the season. You'd probably have to play a lot more games. You'd be having a lot more practice time. You'd be traveling a lot more. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to impact players. The NFLPA don't fuck around no more. Not at all. And it ain't what it used to be. And back in the day, it was like sign where. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Nowadays, it's like, no, but I don't want to be on this team. Right. <laughs> a lot players have a lot more control now. What do you think? Is that a good thing or bad thing? I think it. I mean, it's probably not black and white. I assume, but you can explain. It, it's it's probably not. But I mean, I think a player should be able to decide where he wants to go. And. No matter what, I think. I mean, if you're under contract, that might be a little bit of a different story. I feel like you don't really have – I don't think you should have the leverage that these guys have if you're under contract for a extended amount. Like, if you're on a four-year contract, you're in your, like, second year. Oh, I want to go somewhere else. I hate that, dude. I hate it in all sports. It's just because – But then again, and that hurts the, the organization even more because – you, if you say, no, you can't go anywhere, you're playing for us, you're under contract, that hurts you because now you have guys wanting to come to your place. Yo, how is it over here? Nah, don't come here. That shit's whack, bro. True. And that happens it's more than you think. Yeah. And I wonder, it's like, especially with a guy like Durant. He was entering the first year of his fucking extension and he wanted out. And Well, that dude is just a prick. Yeah, and I'm just like, dude, so. you, just, you just signed in the same way. And I think that all players – we're going to end up going to this direction. I don't think this is beneficial for the players or the teams. Either the contracts are going to be one-year contracts, one to two years max, because no one's going to want to commit no more because they're going to lose trust in each other. Like either, oh, you can get traded any second now, or they want to get traded and they won't play. They'll sit out. So then the contracts will get smaller, which isn't good because then there's no trust. You can't build a team, all that. Or... Every player will have to be given a no-trade clause, and then the teams will have to say, we can't trade you either. Because players either you have to – for- like no one's going to like that. Teams right. aren't going to like that. But if they keep doing this, keep playing this fucking game of like, I don't want to be here. And then, the- But if owners keep doing the same other bullshit of like being able to trade whoever the fuck they feel, whenever they feel, like neither is good. It should be an agreement between the player, the team – the other team, like, I know it's a lot, but then there would be a lot of trading. But you can't just set, I, I mean, I read, I was looking at our fucking basketball reference earlier, uh, the trades with P.J. Dozier in it with, to the Celtics. He was shipped here one month. He goes to Orlando the next month. He was just in Denver. This homie's picking up his whole life and going place to place to place, and no one even gives a fuck. So, obviously, if you have the posi- if you have the power, like KD, you're like, well, why can't I move? You guys move us all the time. What's the difference? Yeah, well, I mean, when you're when you're talking about something like that, I mean, I kind of side with the players in in certain circumstances like that because yeah. if you have a guy that doesn't want to be there, that's on your that's on your organization. It's also because true. you're there's 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 something wrong there for him to want to leave. There's something wrong. There's some kind of dysfunction. Something. I don't know what it is, but there's something. So at what point? So I think that's true. There's something wrong, obviously, like they don't want to be there. And if I am the organization, I think that way. I th- yeah. Um, but if I'm the player, I feel like the player should think it's on them. Because 
it's just like a way of thinking. I don't know. My teacher was, t- was talking about this this semester. It was actually really fascinating. He was like, well, leaders in industry or like just people in general, like some people think this way, that everything is their fault. Not in a negative way because I think this way. I don't feel negative. I'm a very positive, happy guy in general. But like I live under the idea that everything is my fault because if I blame other people, then it's out of my control. But there has to have been something that I could have done to change it. Whether it's feasible or like, wait, what could I really have done it? Maybe not. And maybe to the general public, it's not my fault. Like, you know, but if I, if something happens in my life, I'm not getting good grades, it's not because my teacher sucks. You know, if I'm not. I mean, it could be. And it could be. That's true. But if I think that way, I'm in a, I'm, I'm ruining myself. I'm ruining my ability to do good. You know, because some kids are doing good in these classes, you know, right. or whatever the scenario may be. Maybe, like, and there's some scenarios where... Well, if you're the odd man out, if, if everyone has a fucking A and you're just not doing well, then that is definitely on you, for sure. Yeah. 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 And I just, um, I think I operate more that way. Like, I don't... Even if I can... Even if in the back of my mind, I'm like, all right, dude, you know this ain't your fault. I'll still tell myself, like, all right, what could I have done better? Like, where, where, where did I make the mistakes? Where did I mess up? But then again, I don't think, I don't think, and I agree, but I don't think that you should have to to blame yourself or stress over things you don't have control over. So, like, mm-hmm. you're a player, you're a superstar player, you're a pro bowler, you're the best player in the league. You can't control who your team drafts. You can't control who your team brings in ships out signs doesn't sign you know what i'm saying so but you can't control where you sign i can control where i sign but i can't control who signs with our team i feel like if you're if you're i can pitch to a guy to come here i think there's a lot so that's the thing there's always uh and that's that's what i'm trying that's kind of where i'm going so say you're kevin durant you sign that extension with the nets and you told them, because he fucked them up. He said, right. I need Kyrie here. Mm-hmm. And I guess he's a bad example. Let's think of a guy maybe that's a good guy that wanted out. Um, who's a good player that wanted out of his situation? Maybe? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. He wanted out. And he mm-hmm. left in free agency. So I think he did it the right way. He waited, and he left. And I think so. And then what happened after that? <laughs> he goes to the Bucks. Yeah. He's in a great situation. Then you have a guy like Leonard Fournette. He's having some dysfunction over in Jacksonville. But what does he want to do? He wants to go play with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. Antonio Brown. Something's, you know, yeah. we all know about him, You right? see the picture he posted? <laughs> <laughs> I saw it, unfortunately. Yes, I saw it. Yeah, yeah. But what does he want to do? He has that whole problem with Oakland. Mm-hmm. It, it stemmed in Pittsburgh. Yeah. He goes to, to Oakland. Even more problems. And then what happens? He goes and plays with Tom Brady. What happens? They win a fucking Super Bowl. Yeah. He stays there. His head is dialed in. He's he's there 100%. He's focused. He's working. It's the kind of player that you are. It's the kind of human being that you are, too. It's your character. But he's kind of insane. Brady? No. Brown? A.B. Well, I mean, yeah. So, obviously. like. But Brady was able to contain that. I guess for, yeah. for an amount yeah, of time, for at least time to to where it was okay. When he walked off the field holding his jersey up, that's an iconic moment. I don't they, care. They, yeah. I don't care because his his legacy to like you know the NFL will never put him in the Hall of Fame, whatever. But 
Um, he, he's 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 he's, a, he's one anyone of the that knows. He's one of the greatest receivers of all time. For the for the real fans, we all understand. Like he's top ten receiver ever. Easy. Already cemented. There was nothing he really could have done on top. Like even the last Super Bowl didn't really change on for me. He was already that guy. That elevated him. It elevated him for sure. Yeah. If like, but it's not like it was to the point where I'm like, oh, if he wins like three more, like I, I just feel like he's already that guy. Like he, he was. We, we know he's that guy. So, for him to give me that moment, <laughs> like of him running off the field. It, yeah, that was just just peace. Bye, everybody. Yeah. Running on the field while the, <laughs> the fucking play in the middle of a game. <laughs> That was the greatest. That was unbelievable. I oh, I'm so happy that happened because he don't care. No, of course not. And like you know, the league. Sometimes I like forget that like it ain't a video game, and it's not just like okay, game, practice, off season. That don't happen game. in a fucking video game. That shit don't happen in a video it game. It doesn't. It's just like life randomness. Yeah, and I loved it. Some world star shit. <laughs> it was awesome. It was ridiculous. Oh, that was a top five moment. Of that year for me. I was dying. When he's I saw there. him, I was like... <laughs> yeah. He's over here posting pictures with Giselle and all this stuff. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Like, listen. Legal issues aside. Yeah. This guy is one of the most entertaining individuals ever. That's why I, I piss off my friends with this all the time. I'm always... Not the guy defending these people, but... Actually, yeah. They always say I'm defending him. So, maybe I am. When there's someone that's crazy or, like... Got a little like you know that edge to him, that weird energy, like a Kyrie, like a Kanye, like a what's her name, AB. They just are so entertaining to me that like I just I, can't resist. I can't resist. I want to hear more. I want. Right. I want. I want more out of these people. Yeah. I don't just for the spectacle of it. The spectacle. It's amazing because really nothing matters. No. I live under the impression of. It's a Lauren Hill song. It's called Nothing Even Matters. Beautiful song. I'll play it for you. It's uh, Nothing Even Matters is what she says basically on repeat. And that's how I feel. Like, nothing really. Like, like you know. It's all for show. Yep. Who cares? Like, Who gives a shit? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? You can just grab it. I can just pick it up, you know? Yeah. Um, I mean, if, if you drop this, that would kind of be a problem. But yeah, but then even so. You just like, buy a new one. Like, I'll buy one. Or I don't. I stop the podcast and I keep and whatever. Or you could do that. It doesn't matter. Like, things can just happen. And uh, it's not good for everybody, but things can just happen. Right. So in a world like that, to, I sometimes enjoy seeing people do the most extreme versions sure. of that practice. Sure. Yeah. Like Kanye says he likes Hitler. That's crazy. It is. I then watched it. I always like. I don't like to look at clips because clips bother me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know what. Maybe he says like, oh, I don't mean this. I like Hitler. Like, what if that's what he said? But like. I watched it, and damn, it was crazy as it sounds. It was to watch the real thing. And I'm like, I don't, I don't really care that he said that shit. But like, you know, and I feel for hey, if you're Jewish out there, I love you, and I and I feel for you. If that bothers you, it, you deserve to have it bother you. Oh, for sure. But it's just crazy, and without it, without that type of like thought, or without Kyrie coming out and saying what he said about Jewish people, or without AB like. Being a nutcase and running off the field in the middle of a game, posting a picture with Tom Brady's wife in bed with him, these things are crazy. It impacts people. Like Tom yeah, Brady's does. poor kid's gonna see that and be like, "Oh my god, yeah. that's my fucking mom." Yeah. That's terrible. Yeah, we can't think about that because no, we we'd be in a sad world if everything if we thought about the negative with everything. So, um, I I have a 
not soft spot because again it may sound like I sympathize with these thought processes. I, I think, just yeah, don't I want to that, silence it. Yeah, I want to be gone. I think that people can be entitled to their opinions, whatever that may be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think someone should speak to satisfy somebody else. Yeah. That's my thing. Mm. But when people try like to put, put up barriers onto what you have, what you can say, Jerry, when when Jerry was on here, he spoke about this. Yeah. And, and great um, podcast episode. Yes, by the way. that was that was great. Jerry is an absolute legend. He is. Uh, I I feel like if I wanted to say something, okay, let me put it this way. If I had a thought, I have to be very cautious about who I say that in front of. Yeah. I don't think it should be that way because when 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 people debate politics, for example, and I'm not gonna fucking go into politics because I hate talking about that shit, but. Mm-hmm. When people go into that, the passion is so crazy that you you if if you don't have the same opinions as them, they just get so pissed off at you. You're cut off. They hate you. Never talk to me again. Yeah, both sides can be this way. Both sides can be that way. Mm-hmm. I, I I wish that people can just have a respectful like if you want to debate something. It's a debate, bro. Like we're 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 talking about this stuff. We can agree to disagree, and another we can, be, we can agree to disagree for sure. I would, and I think most conversations would end that way, just because like people are raised differently, different perspectives, all that. Yeah. But sometimes people just need to learn, you know. And um, I think Kanye is a good example of like I watched it because I watched the guy. There's a TikTok. This guy, I mean, he's a Jewish guy, and he was very calm. And he went through Dave Chappelle's uh, – he recently – he opened up for SNL. He hosted SNL recently right after Kanye said some – before he said he liked Hitler, but when he was saying he, the, Jewish, the Jews were running everything, um, were massively controversial. And Dave Chappelle talked about it. And the guy, very calm, Jewish dude, he just talked about why it's so bad, what Dave Chappelle was saying and what Kanye was saying. And he's like, this is the type of rhetoric that, you know – killed my my grandfather and his eight siblings and this is the type of rhetoric that killed my grandmother's three sisters and this is the type of rhetoric that got us here and he showed real examples he brought you to the whole line this is where it started this is how it evolved this is what it became and now we're in the starting phase again it's making us all uneasy and i was like wow how well did he just put that you know so calm he was monotone the whole way he was very calm about it professional and uh he said he's given his flowers to dave chappelle he's like dave chappelle's a great comedian Kanye West, great musician. But I think with this topic, something that I know more about, I'd love to talk to them about it. I was like, oh, my God. Talk to them. I'd love to talk. That's amazing. Not fucking try to cancel them. I don't want them to go not away. Not try to just mutilate their character, their name, yeah. all this garbage. It was amazing. And I really felt like I learned something. Like, me personally, being a guy that, like, I've been told, like, I defend these people. I don't like hearing that because it makes me feel See, like I'm with not AB, I've defended A.B. the NFL player. Me too. Not A.B. the man. And this is where I get jammed up because I just want everyone to keep talking. But I, but sometimes, and this might be wrong, I think the only way to do that is to like keep people from just calling them awful. Because if people, if they, things you don't like, you don't see. And like on your phones, on your feeds and all that, like you don't. 
So I feel like I I feel obligated to like keep the conversation open because how else is Kanye gonna learn that that's not right to say? And his whole idea was like he loves everybody and he wants people to forgive people, and it's like he's fucked up in the head for sure too. You're right. But uh, I was, and so is AB, and I don't think Kyrie is though. I think Kyrie is just I don't, a contrarian. I don't know. Um, but they just, uh, you know, I think that still, like, if they got to see that video I got to see, maybe they'd think a little differently. Maybe. Maybe they wouldn't, and they'd want to talk, and they'd be like, hey, well, I think, like, you know, a big thing with um, Dave Chappelle is, like, comparing these issues to black issues. That's what he did with the transgender stuff, too. Yeah. He compared those issues to black issues. Like, well, the transgender stuff, he's like, I feel like they came so far so quick. And the black people is such a struggle for so long. Like, why why haven't we gotten that same reciprocation? That's what his issue was. It was more with, like, the acceptance of these people, not with the people themselves. And I think that came through him talking to more people about it. And uh, I've just seen the value of myself. Like, I'll learn something. Like, I learned with, like, that Jewish guy telling me something on TikTok. I've learned, I learned a lot through that. And uh, because I was able to listen. Basically, that's kind of like a one-ended conversation, but it's still a conversation I got to think, and I was like, hmm, you know what, he's he's right. Dave Chappelle kind of was out of pocket on that. I don't think Dave Chappelle should be stopped from saying what he said, but he was out of pocket, and I didn't think that way before. And I just hope everyone can learn that way, you know, just by talking to somebody or hearing what someone else has to say about it. Yeah. Um, that's why I don't like to yeah. go into sort of these topics like this, because at one I don't think I know enough to even speak on it because I might, like, say something that is Same. either not true or <laughs> just sure. people will, like, take the wrong way, which is, like, the biggest thing about it. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's kind of what I think about it. For know. sure. All right. Actually, you know what? Matt, guess how long we've been going for. How long? Hour 36. Really? Yeah. Could yeah. you believe it? What would you have guessed? I would have guessed, like, fucking 40 45 minutes yeah no time flies when you're down here yeah in the crypt. i had a good look at it the whole time so i kind of i always have a gauge of what time much time we were in but um yeah so that's kind of it probably only come up to like an hour 30 but yeah hour 30 um how was your experience on the Dodcast? dude it was crazy just a time warp isn't it yeah i i, I wish it didn't go by so fast you know, i know we, we were just so locked in you know what i'm saying that's what happens because you yeah. get locked in on a couple conversations Next thing you know, you're talking about the next thing, the next thing. And once it rolls, it's just like time evaporates. And I yeah. guess that's how I know this is good and it's fun. Yeah. Um, every time I've asked somebody, they've been surprised with how much time we've been down here, which to me makes me feel like I'm doing a good job. Yeah, you definitely are. Because they, uh, you know, time flies when you're having fun. And I'm yeah. going to live by that. Yeah, so, sure. um, let me shake your hand. This was an absolute pleasure to have you on. My man. Good to have some Medford up in here. Absolutely. Um, follow like subscribe shouldn't they do all that stuff anybody watching shouldn't they all do that bro they should have done it already should have been done it that's what i'm saying what are we talking about why are you why are you here if you're not following already follow you should be subscribing you, you should know what i'm be saying liking some videos if you have the time i don't like videos on youtube do you like videos on youtube like do i like videos just generally on YouTube? do you like click the like button oh of course i do because yeah. I like every single video. Every single one, ten times over. Yeah. Exactly. So like that's that's just like be be like Matt. Yeah. You know, be like Mr. O'Leary. Be like me. Um, and hopefully, I'll be back. And hopefully, you'll be back. Once I get to a hundred, I'm gonna start doing repeats, and I'll probably yeah. start with local people and people that didn't have like 
now my camera's better, my mics are better. I'll start yeah. with the people that didn't have the good stuff like you're gonna have. But um, for sure, you'll be back. I had maybe, a great time. Maybe next time we'll be, you know, shooting the shit next time. Is you know. Yeah, next time we can get into more like inch, uh, I guess different stuff. I, you know, what's funny though, I don't get to talk about sports much on this. Yeah. And I and I love sports so much. It's such a big part of who I am. And I know it's a place where we had common ground. And yeah. we did get to get into other things too, which is great. Yeah. You can talk about sports for as long as you <laughs> I could. feel like it. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody for watching. Thank you for being here. And uh, I'll see you on the next one. Bye-bye.